I'm Dr. Morcise J. Beasley, Superintendent of Clayton County Public Schools. You're listening to Be Inspired with Beasley, a podcast aimed to inspire and lift our community with actions that add value to the lives of our students here in Clayton County. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to Be Inspired with Dr. B. I am Dr. Beasley, your superintendent of schools here in Clayton County Public Schools. I'm honored that you are joining me today for this first podcast of this very new school year. We are we've already started 2021, 2022. Hopefully your first week of school is going absolutely phenomenal. I hope that uh, it meet, it's meeting all of your expectations and that you're working through any of the, you know, bumps in the road that sometimes we do have, which comes uh, as a part of the process. But welcome back to a new school year. We're so excited that our children, our employees have returned to our facilities face to face. And of course, we have a few families that are attending virtually, but we're just excited that we are able to that we've started another school year, that our students and teachers are able to get into those classrooms get to know one another, learn from one another. Teachers are teaching, students are learning. Hey, we are having school here in Clayton County Public Schools. Uh, Today's podcast, I really just wanted to use uh, this medium as an opportunity to just share a few things, things that you may have already heard, which is okay. And then, you know, give you hopefully uh, a a few stories and, and make you really think uh, reflect about the importance of school and the importance of teachers and principals and parents and students working together to ensure that students are learning at very high levels. So let, let me start out with a few things, reminders, uh, if you will. The first thing is let's not forget that our school day begins for elementary students at 745. It ends at 215 p.m. Middle school It begins at 8.45 a.m., ends at 3.45 p.m., and high school begins at 8.20 a.m. and ends at 3.15 p.m. Parents, we really share those times because it's so important that students are in school on time. They need to be in those classrooms ready for learning. We, You know we provide breakfast and lunch, uh, and depending on the after-school program, snacks as well. We want to encourage our parents. You know, timeliness is a great skill to have. It's one of those work-based skills that employers expect, and I often tell people I learn to be on time by getting to school on time. So you learn good behaviors that will translate to future outcomes, uh, hopefully positive future outcomes. So again, Elementary begins at 745, middle at 845, and high at 820. We want everyone to make it a priority to get to school on time, have breakfast, of course, and be ready to learn when the teachers say it's time to learn. As you well know, we've returned face-to-face. We Again, as I've shared, we do have a few families that have opted for the virtual learning experience. But I want to say to all of you, I believe that face-to-face is the best way uh, to maximize learning. Learning is already a complicated, complex process at times. And, and, and that distance sometimes compromises the effectiveness of the instructional process. Therefore, while we do it if we have to virtually, The ideal way to learn, I believe, 
for our students would be face-to-face. So families, and I know many of you are in different places, you've got many different circumstances occurring that uh, you believe warrant, warrant you to participate in virtual learning. I just want to encourage all of you. As soon as you work through those situations, when it's possible, get the students back into the facilities face to face with their teachers and their peers. There there is so much that can be experienced inside the schoolhouse that prepares our students for a productive, well-rounded life. And so I encourage, again, our families, we recognize and understand the need for virtual learning, but I'm encouraging all of us as soon as possible, as soon as it's practical and feasible, get our students back into those classrooms to experience face-to-face instruction. Hopefully you have seen our efforts for safety. Again, we're we're all wearing masks, even uh, employees, students. We're wearing wearing masks in the schoolhouses, in our facilities and on our school buses. So parents, we ask ask that you continue to support this effort. We realize that mask wearing has become very politicized in our nation. I think that that is irresponsible of us to politicize mask wearing when the science tells us it reduces the likelihood of us transmitting or getting the virus. So in Clayton County, because we want to be intelligent, we want to reflect that we are adhering to good practices and being responsible, we are wearing masks All of us, we're wearing masks in our facilities. We're wearing masks on our school buses. If your child, for whatever reason, doesn't have a mask, all he or she has to do is inform the teacher, the principal or school representative. And believe you me, we will provide the mask. Thank you, parents, for supporting Clayton County's expectation that we're wearing masks in all of our facilities and on all of our school buses. Our students should notice that they have death shield, at least the elementary students, middle school students. We, we're continuous, continuously ordering more of the death shields. I'm sure that there's a national backlog of death shields being ordered. But our students should experience the use of the desk, desk, desk shields. I want our students to know that it's, it's, we're not trying to keep you isolated or separated from your peers or your teachers. We're just trying to, again, do our part to ensure that we minimize the, the risk of transmitting the virus. Uh, and so thank you for understanding. Thank you for being patient. And thank you for uh, continuing to learn, even with a desk shield. Our teachers have desk shields. And, and not only do they have desk shields, but you should see, our students should see in the classroom, hand sanitizers, uh, cleaners, and things of that nature to clean the desk, wash the hands. Uh, we need everyone to be responsible. Students, wash your hands often. Get in the habit, and that's just a good practice to have, to wash your hands often and to ensure that your desk and others, uh, other things that you're using are wiped clean periodically. We're just, again, trying to do our best to mitigate for the transmission of the virus. We want to encourage all of our parents and students to pay attention to our 
to the operational game plan. It was emailed to all of you. So if you would check your email, parents, if you've not seen it, please check your email and you'll see the operational game plan. If you're not getting our emails, make sure that you inform your school to update your email address or you go into Infinite Campus and get that information updated. Whichever process uh, the school has for you to update that information, utilize that process to get your information updated. Remember, as we have to make decisions, we want to make those decisions in a very timely manner. So therefore, I need parents, you to make sure we have your updated cell phone numbers, home numbers, uh, updated email addresses so we can contact you. So your principals and counselors and others can contact you in a very uh, timely manner and without delays because numbers or contact information is not updated. So again, get those numbers and emails updated if you're not hearing or getting information from the school. We're encouraging everyone to do their part as we try to provide a very safe environment. We know that vaccinations, uh, COVID vaccinations help, help greatly to uh, mitigate for the impact of this virus. I've been vaccinated. Many of the teachers and principals, I would say most of them have been vaccinated. And we're encouraging parents, you to be vaccinated. And if the students are eligible, we want them to be vaccinated as well. We want to do our part to mitigate for the spread and the impact of this virus. The data is very clear. Uh, right now, the hospital, hospital, those who are in the hospital, I can't even say it right, you all, but those who are in the hospital, hospitalizations are high among those who are unvaccinated. It just seems to me it makes intelligent sense that if the vaccine is, is help, helping us to stay alive, then we need to do our part and be proactive and get vaccinated. We have tried here in Clayton County to do vaccine informational uh, awareness campaigns so that you can read the science, understand the science. Please just do your part, get informed, get vaccinated, and let's stop the spread of this virus. We're going to be... Uh, Engaging in collaboration with Clayton State University, our Clayton County Fire and Emergency Services Department. We're going to be engaged in an initiative, a, a, a push, if you will, a campaign called Clayton Calling the Shots, where basically we want to encourage everyone to get vaccinated. We need to improve, increase our vaccination rates in our county. And this campaign is designed to help us to achieve those ends. We need everyone to get vaccinated. So in collaboration with Clayton State University, Clayton County Health District, our Board of Health, with the Clayton County Fire and Emergency Services Department, we are going to get the word out. So more information to come throughout the month of August about vaccination sites and opportunities for all of us to get vaccinated. Remember, Clayton calling the shots. Get vaccinated so Clayton County can bring this pandemic to an end sooner than later. I want to encourage all of our families. If you have uh, young people that, for whatever reason, did not go off to college, they're looking for jobs. I don't listen. I don't have anything against the fast food restaurants. But I'll tell you today, I went to a fast food restaurant to buy me some orange juice. And they told me they couldn't serve me this morning because they didn't have workers. 
Well, that is their problem because maybe they should pay more. So I'm saying that to say this. We have jobs right now in Clayton County. Listen to these jobs that we have, and we'll train you as well. So young people, and guess what? We would love to have you on our team here in Clayton County, and we have great benefits, and we don't work 365 days a year. So Listen, come and work in Clayton County. You can work with us while you're work going to school, earning your degree, if you're going full-time or part-time. Or if you just feel like, I just need to make some money, I need to, I need to take care of my children, my, my child, or my family, we've got some f- jobs here that have family-supporting wages. So listen to this. We've got, of course, teaching jobs. So if you have a four-year degree, we want you to log on to our website, www.clayton.k12.ga.us and look at all the teaching opportunities that exist here in Clayton County. But if you don't have a degree and you're working for a degree, but you need to work, we have t- many opportunities for you to, to, uh, to work with our team. And we're all team members. I may be the superintendent, but I can't do it all. I need others. We need others. We need a team of people to serve our children and our community. We have bus drivers positions. Starting pay, $18.24. As a matter of fact, we will train you to get your CDL. I want you to know, young people, that will be a credential that you can have. And whether you work for us or someone else, we want you to work for us, but whether you work for us or someone else, you'll have a CDL license. Those credentials are very important. Again, bus drivers, starting pay, $18.24. Bus monitors. You say, I want to just help sit with kids on the bus and watch them while the buses are are picking them up and dropping them off. Uh, We have uh, those positions available, starting pay at $15.34 an hour. And then we have those who love to, to, to just work with the food and feed children and serve children it's it takes a team and guess what y'all all of these areas are ministry areas i tell people all the time education is a ministry it's a calling and and i want you to know that no matter what role you play in this school district it's it helps us to have school it helps children to learn at very high levels but nutrition workers starting pay at $15.34 an hour so young people uh, families, if you have young people, even those who have recently graduated from Clayton County Public Schools, but you're looking for a job and employment as you work on your degrees or your credentials, please think about coming to work for us and help us fill all these vacancies. We would love, we would love to have our graduates working here in our district supporting their uh, family members and children, uh, uh, brothers and sisters that are still in our K-12 school system. So again, Teachers, bus drivers, bus monitors, school nutrition workers, please just go to our website. Again, www.clayton.k12.ga.us and apply for those positions. I would love to say that we've filled all the vacancies with wonderful young people from our community that value being a part of the team of Clayton County Public Schools. Hopefully, parents, you've seen that we've opened up a wonderful new facility in the Lovejoy Hampton area, the new Michelle Obama STEM Academy. We're so excited to have that school named after our former first lady, Michelle Obama. You should see that it's a beautiful school. It looks like a college campus, honestly, but we're so, so grateful to our Board of Education for approving that 
that project uh, and our SPLOS construction department for their leadership and their role in bringing that facility to reality. We had a wonderful, wonderful ribbon cutting on last week, but we want all of you to know if you didn't make the ribbon cutting, just go by, drive by that school and look and see how beautiful it is. We're so excited that Jonesboro High School, oh yes, Jonesboro High School, while it wasn't a full brand new facility, we tore down some major parts of it, we renovated the parts that we did not tear down, and we built up some new parts. We we uh, built and built it in such a way that, y'all, it looks brand new. It is a fabulous facility. The principal there, Ms. Brown, is excited. The teachers, the students are excited. We are going to let you know when we reschedule that uh, ribbon cutting because of the rain, which is good. We need rain. However, that delayed uh, the completion of the parking lot uh, at least uh, the week before school started. So we'll let you know when that ribbon cutting will be. I want to say that Next fall, fall of 2022, I'll be sharing, we'll be sharing that the new Morrow High School will be opening up fall of 2022. So if you've not driven by uh, the location for the new Morrow High School, then you are missing a site. It is a grand, magnificent facility. It's one that we in Clayton County will be proud of, and I can assure you it is designed like no other school that you've seen, no other K-12 school that you've seen. And that's one thing we pride ourselves on here in Clayton County. We have beautiful facilities, and I'm, I'm glad to say and honored to say that we're, have, we're, we're going to have some unique designs as well. Uh, and so we're so excited that that building is making progress. Uh, we'll keep you updated because we'll ha- we, we will have a ribbon cutting uh, next year. Again, the new Morrow High School will open August of 2022. Now, let's talk about athletics. As you well know, during the pandemic last year, while we were virtual, we still had athletics. We had a full athletic program. We were pick, picking up students, dropping them off, busing them wherever they needed to go. We had to compete. If not, uh, because all the other districts were competing, we would have forfeited. And you, you know, we weren't having that. So we uh, work with our parents. They were willing to take the risk. We provided COVID testing. We provided uh, all the resources that we needed to minimize the spread of the virus. We had a few situations where we had to shut down the team or the program for a little while, but for the most part, we made it through last year. So this year, again, we'll have our full athletic program. uh, And you should know that for the outdoor activities, there'll be no restrictions. I would encourage everybody to just be responsible, be safe, uh, cooperate and and appreciate being able to attend those athletic events. The indoor activities, as we get to the football season, volleyball season, etc., there will be a limit to the attendance. We'll require a mask, as you've already heard me say, and we ask for everyone's cooperation. Don't forget, we will not be accepting cash for you to pay for tickets. You must purchase your tickets online. Go to GoFan.com and purchase tickets for our athletic events here in Clayton County Public Schools. During our concessions, you'll only be able to purchase pre-packaged item. Again, we're just doing our best trying to minimize the spread of the virus. So 
Our number one priority, of course, behind safety is for students to learn at very high levels. So we'll continue to accelerate. And let's not forget, you know, we always have to share here in Clayton County. We have dual language immersion programs. We have various magnet programs. We're the only district in the state to offer both the International Baccalaureate Program. We often refer to that as IB and the Cambridge International Diploma. Again, the only district in the state to offer both the IB and Cambridge programs. We have many career pathways and high school parents. We want all of our kids to complete a career pathway. So make sure you're having a conversation with your child about or children about the career pathways that they are enrolled in or will be enrolling in. We know that the grad rate is 95% or higher when students complete a career pathway. So parents, you increase the likelihood of your child finishing and graduating from high school when you ensure that they complete a career pathway. So please take advantage of the career pathways that are offered in all of our schools, high schools. And let's not forget that we have one of the national Blue Ribbon schools right here in Clayton County. Not only do we have a national Blue Ribbon school, Steelwell School of the Arts, but we have two of the highest performing schools in the nation right here in Clayton County. Two of the top 50 highest performing schools right here in the nation, right here in Clayton County. We continue to make improvements. Our grad rates are improving. Our dual enrollment rates are improving. I've mentioned Blue Ribbon School. Our AP scores are improving. We're closing the gap with the state. But I want you to also know others are recognizing the work that we're doing here in Clayton County Public Schools. We have been recognized as an AASA. That's a leading national organization for superintendents. We have been recognized as a learning 2025 demonstration site. Yes, school districts from around the nation will be able to learn and hear about what we're doing to improve our outcomes in Clayton County. We'll be able to share best practices and we receive support and many opportunities, many opportunities to be improve and become better at what we're doing. Why? Because we are showing America how to do school. Yes, School is important. Yes, it must change. And Clayton County has been identified as one of the leading districts in the nation to demonstrate what school should look like. And we should be very proud of that. Hopefully all of you are slowing down. Uh, You see the yellow lights flashing, which means children, safety guards, police officers are there ensuring that our children are safe. So we need everybody to slow it down. As I think about the first week of school, I want to tell you, you all know one reason I went into education is because I love school. And I remember uh, growing up in New York and the first day of school coming around and getting new school clothes and getting a new book bag or briefcase. I had a little briefcase in my my situation. I don't know why I had a briefcase instead of a book bag, but I had a little briefcase. And I just remember just getting my school supplies in order and writing my my the subject on each of my books. I was always so excited about the first week of school. But not just the first week of school. I just love being in the school. The school was just a safe place for me. I enjoyed being in the classroom. Uh, I enjoyed learning. I enjoyed um, 
figuring out how to solve problems. I struggled with reading a little bit until about the eighth grade, but eventually I got even that. And I started reading above grade level and made it up to the college level and reading, et cetera. And so, you know, we had our challenges. I was always pretty good at math, everybody. I have to say that. I guess that's why I got a degree in math. In the eighth grade, I remember taking a math test and they said I was doing math at the 12th grade level. Um, So I was pretty good in math, but reading was always a challenge until I got to about the seventh grade or eighth grade. And I started reading, you know, I tell you what, my grandmother, I came south and my grandmother gave me a Bible and she gave me a King James Version Bible. Now, y'all know that's like the old English. But I started reading that Bible and going to Sunday school and they started asking questions and I started reading the stories and asking questions and answering questions. And amazingly, that year, my reading level shot up from below a grade level to an 11th grade reading level. So I realized that first I had some great Sunday school teachers who were using the strategies that my teachers were using, encouraging me to read helping me summarize, asking me questions, helping me to learn new words, vocabulary development, etc. And eventually I began to read. Now, sometimes I had to read some things more than once. That was a strategy that I learned that I needed to use, read something more than once uh, or even three times if necessary. And even today I may still do that. And that's okay. I want all of you to know you just got to have your own strategy for doing math, even doing a math problem. Sometimes I would just take my time and do it step by step by step in order to make sure I got every step correct. Take your time reading. Uh, I would keep a dictionary even now when I'm reading. If there's a word that I don't quite know uh, or I can't d- d- uh, figure out the word in the context that it's provided, I'll Google that word to get the meaning of that word. That's okay. You th- That's why you have tools, right? You use a hammer because there are some things you can't hit with your hand. You need a hammer to get it done. That's why you have tools. All I want you all to do is use your tools. You have laptops now. You've got Chromebooks. We'll give you Wi-Fi if you need Wi-Fi. Y'all just use the tools. Use the tools to learn and learn at high levels. I want you all to think about this pandemic. Think about the families and, 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 and the uh the opportunities that exist for you to get educated. We want our families to have choices. And the more education you have, the more choices you have. I want you to be able to choose whether you want to work for Clayton County or you want to work for Google or Apple or some other, you know, Fortune 500 company. I want you to have choices. Education just gives you choices. And guess what? It's great to have choices. Choices are good to have. So whatever you do, just get your education. Learn. If, you, if you're struggling with reading, that's okay. Just keep practicing. Get the support you need. And we've got tons of resources in our schools. Let your teachers know that you just need that little extra help. Parents, let them know you, you know, have those conversations and figure out what resources you can use to just help our students in whatever contents or subject that it is. It's okay when you have challenges, but it's not okay to not do something about them. Get out there and figure out what you need to do to address that challenge. Listen, you all, we're having school. We're having school. And I want all of you, all of you to have a great school year. So parents, no matter what happened last school year, this school year is going to be better. Remember, it always starts with our attitude. How do you view things? Y'all, I'll put on my Southern voice now. Y'all. We got to be thankful. 
We got to be thankful for where we are. We got to be thankful for what we have. We got to be thankful. We got to have an attitude of gratitude. Why? You all know I lost uh, relatives during this pandemic um, due to COVID. And so I'm thankful, you know, that family members that are still here, I'm, I'm thankful that, you know, we're getting vaccinated. I'm thankful that uh, that while we may have lost one person, that as of, t- as of this broadcast, we've not lost anyone else. I'm thankful for that. Um, my heart goes out to everyone who's experienced the loss as we experienced in my family. Uh, but we're so thankful today. And we know that death is a part of this human experience. So we continue with our faith. We continue to love each other and we continue to have hope, hope in this life and in in the life to come. But I just want all of you to know that an attitude of gratitude will take you a long way in life. Continue to cooperate and uh, collaborate and learn uh, work with your teachers and your principals. Parents, we sent the problem-solving resolution out to you. If you have any issues, always start with the teacher or the principal or the assistant principal. And then, of course, you can work your way up if the issue is not resolved. But we want everybody to just work together. Let's have a great school year. Let's cooperate. Let's not be that one of those communities with all that drama going on. They, they fussing about teaching history and teaching this and teaching that and just a bunch of drama. Unnecessary. Listen, y'all, we're going to have school. We're going to teach history the way it was. We're going to help people figure out what happened so it doesn't happen again. And we're going to lift all children in the process. We're going to respect everybody. We're going to love everybody. And we're going to be that community, that model community. And y'all, Clayton County has so much to offer i like to say we're in this you know in the metro area but we have that hometown feel in clayton county just full of good people good people and y'all we got to share that that's who we are we are a great county with great people and our children are doing great things and we've got to continue to share that message with everyone we we run into be proud to be a part of the clayton county public schools and clayton county at large why because we are doing some awesome things in our county thank you all for participating in this podcast continue to have a great first week of school i look forward to seeing all of you as i'm out and about throughout the school year I look forward to you participating in our critical conversations and our other events that if you've not seen, it's on the website, but we'll make sure we send it out again so you'll have it in your email inbox. But I look forward to engaging with all of you as your superintendent. I'm honored to serve you. I believe that I'm supposed to be here to serve this community. I believe that we need each other and it's our time, our time to support our children as they thrive and get educated and learn at high levels. Listen, nothing's going to stop us from being the greatness that we have been called to be. Nothing is going to stop our children for being the greatness that we know that they are. So remember that Dr. Beasley, I love all of you. I'm praying for all of you. I appreciate all of you, and I thank all of you for the opportunity to serve. Kudos to our Board of Education for supporting the work that we're doing. Let's continue, you all. Let's continue to move our county, our school system forward as we, as we become one of the highest performing school districts in this nation, in this world. 
Have a great rest of the school year. And again, I look forward to seeing you as I'm out and about in our schools and community. Take care, everybody. You've been listening to Dr. Beasley, Be Inspired with Beasley podcast. Please, please share with others and make sure you tune in the next time we're ready to inspire you. Take care. Bye-bye.